0: The New York Philharmonic this week is generously underwritten by the Kaplan Brothers Fund, the Audrey Love Charitable Foundation, the Philharmonic's corporate partner MetLife Foundation, and by an award from the National Endowment for the Arts on the web at arts.gov. From the media room at David Geffen Hall, It's the New York Philharmonic this week. And this week. Our Mahler cycle continues with a single work, the Symphony No. 7 in E minor. This is Alec Baldwin inviting you to listen now as we hear a recording of this rarely heard masterpiece from February of 1981. Raphael Kubelik will conduct the New York Philharmonic this week. Mahler began work on his Seventh Symphony during the summer of 1904. The orchestration was completed two years later, and the symphony continued to undergo some minor revisions and route to its world premiere in Prague on September 19, 1908. The Seventh Symphony has several motifs in common with Mahler's Sixth Symphony, which is little surprise since their periods of composition actually overlapped a bit. Indeed, the seventh juxtaposition of major and minor chords, the march-like fugue of the first movement, and also the use of cowbells within certain pastoral episodes all harken back to the sixth. However, as New York Philharmonic program annotator James M. Keller writes, quote, Mahler's new symphony would prove a far more optimistic work than its immediate predecessors, essentially tracing a trajectory from darkness into light, unquote. Though Mahler was generally opposed to attaching or at least revealing a defined program to the individual movements of his symphonies, both the harmonic and stylistic structure of the seventh, undeniably suggest a progression of dusk towards dawn. Mahler, acolyte, and former philharmonic musical advisor Bruno Walter noted, quote, in the three middle movements of the seventh meaningfully and humanly revealing we hear music embodying a romanticism that we thought had been overcome, Mahler himself conducted the world premiere of his Seventh Symphony in Prague. Both the audience and the musicians present were confused by the work, and it was not particularly well received during any of its subsequent performances in Munich or the Netherlands. When the piece was given in Vienna in 1909, however, No less a figure than Arnold Schoenberg took notice, causing him to write to Mahler, quote, I am now really wholly yours. What I felt after hearing this symphony was a perfect repose based on artistic harmony, unquote. Indeed, this piece contains many expressionistic elements, notably harmonic instability, and Melodic Neuroses, which very likely influenced Schoenberg's own five pieces for orchestra written only a couple of years later. Despite the support of such figures as Schoenberg and Walter, however, the Seventh Symphony has never received the accolades, popular or critical, that many of Mahler's other symphonies achieved, and today it continues to be one of the composer's more neglected works. Now, since the symphony is well over 80 minutes in length, we'll pause right now for station identification. We can then enjoy the complete work without interruption. I'm Alec Baldwin, and you're listening to the New York Philharmonic this week. And now we hear the symphony number 7 in E minor by Gustav Mahler. Raphael Kubelik conducts the New York Philharmonic. Symphony No. 7 by Gustav Mahler. The New York Philharmonic was conducted by Raphael Kubelik. That performance was recorded on February 28, 1981. It is commercially available as part of the New York Philharmonic Special Editions. More information is available when you visit nyphil.org. The New York Philharmonic this week is generously underwritten by the Kaplan Brothers Fund, the Audrey Love Charitable Foundation, the Philharmonic's corporate partner MetLife Foundation, and by an award from the National Endowment for the Arts on the web at arts.gov. And for now, until next time, this is Alec Baldwin wishing you good health and good music. This program is distributed worldwide by the WFMT Radio Network.